Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Scousers in London football show. My name is G and every week me and the team will be discussing the latest news, views and reviews from one of the world's biggest clubs and a club very close to our hearts, Liverpool FC. Hopefully during our podcast we'll be bringing you tears of joy, banter alongside some very, very good discussions from the lads down south of England. Now, if you want to keep up to date with us and follow us on social media, follow us at Scousers in London on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And as the famous saying goes, you'll never walk alone. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with our Scousers in London football show. Um, we are back doing a season, end of season review on Liverpool FC, the Premier League champions. Today, I am joined by Scousers in London O and Scousers in London Double A. How are you guys doing today? Well, man, well. So I like Even to champ- hear. Being like a champion, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, come on in this nice fine weather that we're having in England, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, in our part one, we just took a look at uh, Liverpool season from uh, beginning of uh, August um, up until the uh, 1st of January. Uh, so now we're just going to take a look at Liverpool's games between January and just before, or oh, well, just as the lockdown break um, commenced, which was in March. So during the month of January, um, as everybody in England knows, that's the time when the FA Cup, well, for the big teams anyway, um, that's when the FA Cup starts to kick in. And that's when people are coming back from Christmas, New Year, everybody's excited, transfer windows open. Man United had just gone out and I think, well, by the end of the month, they'd just gone out and bought Bruno Fernandes and all these kind of things is happening. But... First and foremost, we, we kicked off the month with a 2-0 victory against Sheffield United in the Premier League. We then had to face um, Everton in the FA Cup in the third round, Merseyside derby. Um, was that Curtis Jones' wonder goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope everyone's voting for his goal, you know. <laughs> to be yeah, I see that the other day on Twitter. Yeah, I see that. That was a, that was a beautiful goal from our very own Scouser. Um I can't remember the team. Let me take a look at the team. I can't remember if we had any... any. Uh, I mean, we played the... I think Big... Sh- did Sha- is that the one Shaq and him played? Or? Nah, so, up, so in, in goal, we had Adrian, uh, Williams, Phillips, and Gomez, centre-back, Milner, left-back, Lalana, Chavela, and Jones. And then up front, we had Elliot, Minamino, and O'Reilly. Oh, Sh- uh, should have, I say his name. I always say his name wrong. Uh, the one I left. For... I apologize. I just said I said Shavela, but I, I'm yeah. Probably... He actually has actually been quite good to the back end of before he left. I think he's been. He's he was dictating games quite well. I thought he played very well in that game. Um, it's just a shame that he's been sitting in like the academy and on loan for so long. Because if he was like younger and now, mm. I, I reckon he would he would be in the team playing a lot more. Cause he, he, he could see and his this is the thing. All there. Like this is the thing I, I found with him was that at first, obviously, he's been in the academy for so long, and I just thought, you know, he's never going to get a break. Blah 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 blah. And then when I saw him play, I was like, you know what? He's pretty decent. Like he's not too, he's not as bad as I thought he was. Like we could have probably have maybe have kept him as a bit part player to play in like cup games and stuff. But obviously, you know, he wanted to go out play first team football and all that kind of stuff, which you know I totally understand and I respect. So he probably just felt, you know. It was time to kind of make pastures new. But, um, yeah, that game was all about Jones. That that was just all about Jones, wonder goal against Everton. That's what stuff um, dreams are made of, to be honest with you. Like, to score a goal against Everton at the cop end. Come on, man. And a goal we needed as well at the time. And a goal we needed. Nice Everton were playing relatively decent against our second slash third string team. So, yeah, I guess... We kind of needed, we kind of needed that goal, but it is what it is. We moved on to the fourth round. Uh, next game we had was against Tottenham away, where we won one nil. I'm pretty sure that was Bobby Firmino's touch and finish, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Bobby Firmino's touch and finish. Yeah, I remember that. That that was a um, typical game against Mourinho's side. You know, they sit back and defend till their lives until their lives end. But, you know, we were able to get the break um, just before half-time. 
and was able to hold out for the remainder of the game. From what I can remember, I'm pretty sure there were times when Tottenham looked like they were gonna they were gonna come back at us, but you know, we was able to hold out. You know what? Um, they went forward a little bit, but not really with ambition. They didn't not with ambition. Were, yeah, like it's like they were scared to go, but they they knew they needed to go to score. Yeah. So it was like a catch twenty two, um, and then the big game. The two biggest clubs in England faced off at Anfield on the 19th of January, who obviously ran out 2-0 winners thanks to a Van Dijk header um, and a Mo Salah. <laughs> that goal was just euphoric when it went in. Um, but the game they itself... Firmino, um, they robbed Firmino, though. They robbed Firmino. I still say they robbed him. It's one no goal. You know, it's one to strike. Who is it? Oh, my, that's not the, yeah, it's not the same Firmino. game. Was it Firmino? No, is it Firmino? Remember, he ripped the hair off and they, and they caught and they flagged it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Something. Okay, okay, okay yeah, 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 yeah. wonder goal. Yeah, wonder goal. I feel you, yes, yeah. And then, and then, I don't know if it was a foul or something. Or, it was like, yeah. It was legit or what, but yeah, but I do remember, yeah, I do remember him like blazing it in from like, yeah. <laughs> and halfway through the celebrations, they're like, no goal, no goal. And we're like... Oh, okay, now, okay, now I remember. Now you just said that. Okay, yeah, I do remember, I do remember. Yes, yes, yes. They did rob him. Um, but either way, we didn't need that anyway, because we was able to beat them 2-0. Um, I don't know about you guys, yeah, but anytime we seem to face Manchester United, it doesn't seem to matter whether we're winning 20 games in a row. We just... It just seems to be some difficult game. Like, I don't understand, like... They're not good. <laughs> well, at the time, anyway, they weren't. They weren't good, but it just felt like. Obviously, when we played them at Old Trafford, we had won. I think was it eighteen games in a row, and we needed that game to get to nineteen and break the record. And we drew one-one, and I was like, "How? Like they You know what I mean? How, how did that happen?" And then even in this game, at first, it looked to me it just looked like no, it's going to be one of those games where they're just going to do something crazy and we're going to draw again. But I think when we went one-nil up. For me, the game was not done, but we looked like we were just in control from that point on kind of thing. So that's when I was thinking, all right, yeah, we've definitely got it. Even if you look at like the stats, things like that, you know, we had 16 shots on goal, only five on target to be fair. But it just seemed like one of them kind of games where we looked like, all right, you know what I mean? Like we, we can do something today. We can do something. Yeah, great for Salah to get his, his first goal against United as well, man. What a game. What a goal. Ali, Ali with the assist. You don't get no better than that, you know what I'm well, saying? this is it. I mean, when your goalkeepers are getting assists and stuff like that, you know you're having a good season. I'll tell you now. You know you're having a good season, man. But yeah, it's just... The thing is, though, when you play Man United now, it's not like playing Man United from before. So it's like... When you watch Man United play... Anytime they play like one of the bigger clubs in the Premier League now, they just play counter-attacking football. They sit back and just try and play on the counter. So like, yeah, they actually like as a, when they play deep like that and defend, they actually are a deep, like they can play. They've got good players. Like, yeah, what people say about Man United now, they've got players like Pogba, Pogba world-class player. They've got like, I rate Martial. Some people don't. Whatever, Rashford. They got Fernandez now. They've got like. They've got really good players there, but of course, of course. when they play, to, when they play like sides like cast like Man City, whatever, they just sit back, try and soak it up, and try and hit you on the counter. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, but that's what makes it a difficult game. If they were actually going out and like coming at us, how hmm. they would try and come at other teams, that's where that's where I feel they'll come unstuck. But Solskjaer knows that, so he doesn't. So. He plays like that, even on our. Um... Yeah, that's why he plays Matic in it instead of Tom. Uh, he plays. I would say he's gonna play Matic to allow like Bruno Fernandez and Pogba to do what they want. You need that person. Yeah, Other than yeah. that, when they're trying to pay Freds and Tom McNeil, whatever we say his name, Fred, all those, oh, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they suit that system. So that's why he 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 keeps Matic. You can trust him. Matic, you saw him do it before Chelsea. You see him do it elsewhere. He's one of. I still think he's one of the best people to protect a defense. Um, going still, obviously right. that now, but I still he's good, man. He's he, this is what this is this how it, I agree with you. Everything you're saying is the why Matic stays in that team, or have I told him he's gone ages ago? Yeah, that's why they were struggling because all right, Fernandez, he's someone like you can, he can see a pass, he can move, he can like he brings an attacking threat from midfield, whereas yeah. before, they didn't really have that, and then Pogba was out as well, so it was like they when they play all like the teams where, like, they're, they're perceived to be the bigger sides. 
and those teams sit back. Man United don't know what to do, and that's why they were struggling for most of the season. Yeah, it's true. true. Really, after when Fernandez came on, whatever else, and he was giving them more of that attacking threat. He's good from set pieces. He's obviously like he's always scoring penalties and whatever with his like little. <laughs> he's like he's the penalty king, boy. Bloody hell, Jesus! He is the penalty king. No, I, I got. I, I, no, I, 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 I heard the way. That way, he tried to give him some props, yeah, and then tried to put a little, a, a, a little, <laughs> a little shade, shade in there. <laughs> was like, eh. Sorry, double we heard you, we heard you. <laughs> but when a man can make his own penalty, yeah, I know this is not this part of the season, yeah, but when a man can t- twist and turn and step on someone's um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, boots, yeah, and then turn around, drop down, and get a penalty, I was like, nah, why is finished? <laughs> yeah, no of way. course, no, of course, of course. I think, yeah, that, I think, and I think, um. Obviously, you know, at the end of the day, um, just for all our listeners and stuff like that, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all football fans first. So, you know, we'll we'll commend a team regardless. I don't care who you play for. If you're good, you're good. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to, I'm not going to shut you down. And I think with Man United, just looking at their team, just in a general sense, as exactly what Double A said, like, you looked at their midfield and you thought to yourself, Fred, McTominay, I think Pereira was in there at one point in time, Matic. Like, these are not players I'm banking on to score for any type of a goal in the slightest. So your main threats, of course, are your front three or four now, if Sancho does go there. Then it's like, okay, fair enough. But in terms of their defence to midfield, it's not really a threat. They they offer nothing in terms of going forward. So the onus for them is going to fall on their front three. So I guess for Liverpool, when we face them, it is just about, to be honest, our defenders can, in my opinion, can handle them. I don't really see too much of a problem. Maybe Rashford and Trent is a good battle and stuff like that. But Martial, he's not going to get no time of day up front. You know, not with Van Dijk and Gomez there. So he's in a position of, all right, well, he's basically been marked out the game. So now we've only got the two wingers. And I think, Something tells me James came on at one point where he was he did play, and again he's another player who not really he just runs, much. Isn't it? Yeah, he's, just, he's he fast. Runs, other runs, than that, I don't know what he offers. Runs, yeah. yeah, he's literally one of those players. Get your head down, run, and that's it. He offers you nothing else but but that. So yeah, yeah I think it was in the season. I think because he was like new to the Premier League, his pace like surprised people. He would get in. Yeah, of course, of course. Once you kind of read his game, there's not really that much to him. Is that nah. There I isn't. I mean, and no, I know final third is. You're okay yeah. with him, man. You can handle him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, yeah, players the only like man that, that terrified me was Sane. Sane is the only man that I favor. Yeah, but, you know, Sane is a whole different kettle of fish. He's someone, he's, he's got an end product. That's, that's where the problem comes into it is Sane has an end product. So, yeah, man, it's one of those catch-22s. But, yeah, left you're able to, right, um, yeah, left, well, this is it. This is right. it, man. I mean... Yeah, no, we, we, we put ourselves in a good position, especially at that time, um, because then we were able to kind of like, well, we were hoping to be able to kind of push forward in the league and then just kind of cement ourselves at the top and just kind of build that lead over um, Manchester City at the time. So then if we look forward, um, our next game straight after that was against Wolves away, um, where we, we, in the end, we won 2-1. But boy, that game was not simple. Uh, first goal by Jordan Hendo, uh, yeah, that was, was just about half his time. And then uh, Raul Jimenez, very, very good player. I like him. Uh, he equalised for Wolves. And then Bobby Firmino got a late, late goal. But whew, when it hit 1-1, I cannot lie to you, I thought we were going to lose. I honestly thought we were going to lose, man. Mm. Wasn't they, they dominated. They dominated yeah. the second half, man. Yeah. Dominated it. 100%, man. 100%. We put ourselves in a... We play where you thought, all right, we've won, but we've actually got away with this. We didn't deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it was that kind of, oh, we got away with that today, boy. that you're like, yeah, we got away with this one today. Yeah, no, 100% agree, man. Wolves are a good team. You've got Mm. to give it to the Wolves. They they give everyone trouble. They've done a double over City this season. I think there's a couple of calls we got away with as well. I remember my brother just saying, ah, oh, that should have been something or whatever. I remember that game and I was like, just chill, man, just chill. And there was a couple of cool <laughs> conversations that went, that went in our favour. Who so, does your... Um, I, I remember getting it, getting it. Go on. Who does your brother support, by the way? Uh, <laughs> he supports the Gunners, mate. Uh, he's, he's not allowed on the show. He's not allowed on the show. Sorry, bro. <laughs> 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 no, I'm you know the um, ones where they're like, where they're like, obviously this is uh, further down the line. They're like, 
oh, but uh, we beat you. And I'm like, oh, we won the league. <laughs> there's not, there's not, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll even get to that. I can't wait um, in part three, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for later. But, um, but yeah, no, again, against Wolves, again, look, tough team, good, like they're, they're very, very hard to break. As um, AA said, they gave, they done the double over City and not many people are able to do that. So, you know, I give them the props, man. I give them the props. Um, and then, yeah, we were able to move on to the FA Cup fourth round. Um, now, usually, looking at this fixture before the game was even played, you wouldn't even blink an eye. You wouldn't even look at the game. You wouldn't even think about it. You think Liverpool versus Shrewsbury and we're done and dusted. But we ended up drawing 2-2 against Shrewsbury. There isn't really many words, if I'm being honest. That was just, in my personal, that was just embarrassing. The fact that we had to draw and take them back to um, to Anfield. On top of that, they scored an own goal for us. So it's not even like we scored two, but they scored an own goal for us kind of thing. Like, looking at the team that we played out that day, Adrian in goal, Williams right back, LaRucci left back, uh, Lovren and Matip in the back. Uh, that defence alone should be able to handle any of these teams in that league. But, OK, midfield. Now, this is where it starts to get a bit embarrassing. Curtis Jones, Fabinho and Chevela. Again, that midfield should be good enough to kind of handle things when we needed it to. And then up front, Origi, Minamino and Elliot. Um, I just wanted to quickly point in, um, I'm just looking at the the team f- um, that we played that um, in that game. They've got obviously Origi played on the left. It seems like that's a position that Klopp wants him to play. You know, I don't think he actually wants him to be the central striker anymore. It seems like he is now going to be, if he does stay, he is now going to be the left winger in our team. And it, that was kind of like a position that since last season or uh, the 2018-19 season. It just seemed like that was the position that he was starting to play, starting to play. And this year, I'm pretty sure he's played more times on the left-hand side than he has up front. Probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm yeah, pretty sure. I think sure he started out wide and then then, yeah. then come in a couple of times. Um, yeah. unless, unless Sadio plays, he's, he's been out wide. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. It, when we played United, when the draw, when he got fouled or whatever, he was on the left. Yeah. He was actually on the left then. So what do you guys, like, you guys already know my um, feelings on Origi as it is, but what do you guys think in terms of putting him out on the, like, let's look at it from maybe Klopp's point of view. Why do you think maybe he feels putting him out on the left, it might actually work? Because it's not like he's done it once and thought, oh, let me just throw it. out of the way, like I said last time, because out of the way, now joking. Um, no, personally, <laughs> if I had Origi, I would play him. I think, am I wrong in saying that when he went, when he played, um, when we first signed him, he was playing out wide anyway, wasn't he? Um, we first he slightly him. was. He slightly was. Because remember, he went back to, he went, did he go on loan for a year? He went to the German. Yeah, he went, he went Wolfsburg. That's it. Wolfsburg? Yeah, but he was playing out wide even like before we signed him, I think. I think he, remember, he even had, know, had that, yeah. yeah, and he had that season where he went like the worst season known to Man Europe or something like that. But yeah. he, when he played, started playing in the middle, he played on the left. But my thing is, if you play on the left, yeah, you've got to be very cold with your right foot, yeah. If you can't hit the left foot, or you've got to be a sick left footer. If you can't put, he can't put across to me. He can't put across on his left foot. Yeah. I've watched it. He can't do it. So me put mm. me saying him being on the left to me makes no sense. However, we've got a lot of right-footed, heavy right-footed players in it. In our mm, team, it's true. So my thing is, he's. I don't. I feel like if you've got to put across, if you can't, the simple things is run down the wing, put across it. He can't put a good enough crossing on his left foot. So my thing yeah. is, you're not really going to... And then it's like, he's on the same side, but then you don't want to put him on the same side. I would trust... Like, if I'm trialing something, I'd rather than be on the left-hand side because you know Trent's job is to attack more yeah. than it is Robbo. Like, Robbo is a lot better defensively than Myers and he will cover you and whatnot. Whereas I think Trent goes forward, then he jogs back. And if you have Origi and Trent on, on the same side, you're looking for a very slow, like, cover and whatnot. I think him and Salah work very well. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you were going to put someone in front on one wing, I would rather put somebody on the left side because I know Robbo's going to cover. I'm not saying Trent wouldn't, but I feel like where Robbo is not told to bomb, like, he bombs forward, but not as much as Trent. He ain't known to be doing his crosses and everything. I would rather put someone on that side. I think it's to protect him 
as much as anything else. As much as anything, yeah. No, I, I, you know what? Yeah, looking at it like that. you have to rotate your like squad. And you have to work mm. with what you've got. You know what I'm saying? That's like when Chamber goes out right mid and whatnot. Chamber won't go on the left. Really on the left, in it, and that's because he, he actually Cross is actually quite decent on the right when he when he first came. He got worse mm. once he got injured, but Chamber will never go on the left because I, I just not you just won't see him on that side. But he no, will come track back and and works. You know what I mean, he's seen him when he plays that he will track back and, and he'll cover um, Trent, and that they worked yeah. okay when they were playing a couple of times. But I, I think it's more to protect him as well. I don't know. No, no, to be honest, when you put it like that, to be honest, now I'm looking at it, it probably is. I think Klopp looks at it like that, like it's better to have Robbo behind than have Trent behind Origi because for the point, all the points that you just said, like just that protection. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it like that. I think it's more that actually that if you look at it, if you compare him as a player, all right, if, if Firmino's out, if you play Mane or you play Salah in the central role, you're going to get more of a goal threat than you're going to get from a Riggy. That's the truth. Okay, yes, 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 right. I agree. Marnie's out and whatever, and then you put Firmino on the left or to cover to cover Marnie again, if a Riggy's the only guy there, and then you put a Riggy central, again, you're going to lose, like, you're going to lose what Bobby does when he drops in deep and all that kind of movement. And then again, mm. Salah, same thing. If Salah's out and then you move Firmino to the right, you, and then you put you always you're just always going to lose out with Origi. That's that's how I think. That's how I see it, and I think that's probably how I think how Klopp sees it. Maybe sees it to a step. Maybe you might see it the same way that you guys are saying as well, defensively mm-hmm. and whatever else to the sides. But he just doesn't give you more of an attacking threat than any of those three. So when okay. I look at it, that's why I see right. If you have to chuck him on. And then obviously we've had the problems with like Shaq or whatever, he's always injured or I don't know, he's not fit or whatever's happening. Something weird is happening with him. Because <laughs> I would say if Mane and Salah are out, he's the natural one to go in before Riggi goes in. You should be about Origi, you should be thinking about him. So if he's not there and then you have to bring on Origi, you do you want to negate what the others will give you centrally from an attacking point of view on that goal threat to be with Origi? Because Origi, all right, now and again he might surprise us. But most of the time, when he's playing up top in the centrally, he's not really giving us nothing to do. It's frustrating, isn't it? That's yeah. true. That's a very good point, though. Yeah, I was just about to say, maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe it's a bit of both. Because both make sense, to be honest. As you said, he's not giving us the attacking threat like that. And at the same time, it's also to help. Yeah, you know what? It could be a bit of both, actually. To be honest, the fact that we've had to name all of these points... Give makes me think that okay, well, clearly, this isn't a player that we should be bringing on in the first place. But I guess if you have no one else to play there, then what can you do? Kind of thing, you're just in a catch 22. But yeah, I, yeah, I was just generally wondering, like, why you think that he always puts him out on the left when I thought he was brought in as a striker. But if, 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 if that's what it is, it is what it is, I guess. But, um, but yeah, even still, like, throughout that month of January. I mean, we only um, is, we signed Minamino this, this January, right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, we only made the, and that was for seven point five million, 5. I think. 5. Yeah, we we hit his release clause. You know, he had obviously clearly done enough against us in the Champions League uh, for Klopp to say, you know what, we need uh, we need him in our squad. Apparently, I have a question players, about that, actually. Yeah, go on, go on. I have a question for that. Do you guys, so I was reading something at that time and they said that the, one of the biggest things about Minamino that's probably what's against him is his price tag. No, I don't think so. Because Klopp ain't someone that, he don't watch price tags like that. Cause if yeah, that he doesn't. Robertson would. In, in what sense though? In, in what like, sense? You know, because he's not a big... Um, fifty million pound signing, but he's a good player. So they say. I think where I read it was like because you're going for so cheap, he can sit on a bench, he can this, he can do that. If he was a or or if it doesn't work out, it's worth a chance. Doesn't if he's not really fitting in right now, we'll just get rid of him. Although he's actually a good quality player, so we're not because he went for so cheap. It's kind of like he's not disposable, but you can kind of be like, ah, if you didn't pay that much for him, and you can you know you can sell him on for more anyway. So they were saying that that could be seen as as the problem uh, for it, but. I just thought, what do you guys think about it? But I didn't know you're right. I don't think Klopp does watch price tag. And they all seem to I, like him. Yeah. To me, you both make good points. 
double A just said, yeah, um, in terms of Klopp doesn't watch price tag. I 100% agree. He doesn't. He don't really care. You cost 100 million. You cost 10 million. You do it. You better be doing the same job. Um, but then I also agree with what you said, oh, in terms of, yeah, it could be seen like that in terms of, listen, look, it only cost us 7.5 million. Like, that's literally nothing kind of thing. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You sell him mm. for 20 odd million and you've made a great profit on the guy. He can sit on the bench, blah, blah, blah. But when you watch him, in my head, I'm like, he does look like a good player. Like, he just looks like someone who can do a job. I don't know where, but he seems to be playing false nine quite a lot. So maybe that is his position. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think we'll see a lot more. Uh, he toughens up. I think he'll be like, you know how Coutinho, when he first came, he was like getting pushed over and Coutinho, I don't know, he's like hitting him weights. I feel like if Minamino, if Minamino toughens up, yeah, yeah. I feel like he do because his, when he came, I can't remember what game was, and he came on, he was doing one twos and he was moving, the game was moving very fast. And I was like, yo, this is the game, he's doing his thing. But then he, he, he throws himself at stuff, but he's getting thrown to the floor, like four hit, bless him. <laughs> he's yeah, getting thrown to the yeah. floor. <laughs> but he's throwing his leg in and he's trying to, and I'm just like, if he just bulks up a little bit, it'll be fine because you can see, he said he's got the mental, you can see if it's the system, it's just, you know, is he going to get that chance and is he going to bulk up? But every player should, every player should go for it at one stage, isn't it? Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, there's a few players we've had who I've looked at now. Even, I know Mane was already quite a, like a stocky kind of person in terms of his built, just naturally. But if you look at him now in comparison to when, let's say he was playing for Southampton, he's, he's got quite, he's got like a good frame now. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, you look at him and you think, hmm, he's a, he's, he's got a good, he's got a good, good enough frame for him to allow him to do the stuff that he does. Salah, the same thing. Salah wasn't, wasn't the Salah, obviously, forget his ability, just in terms of his frame when he was at Chelsea, he was quite light. You know what I mean? Again, very, very fast as always, but quite light on his feet, would get pushed over quite a lot. Now you cannot push Salah over. He's one of the strongest players in the Premier League. He's very, from what the players have said, um, Trent even said in training, I think they asked him, you know, who's the strongest player in the team? And he said, it's probably Mo Salah. And that's with Virgil there. Do you know what I mean? And in my head, I would have said Virgil, but Salah is very, very strong for someone so small. So, yeah, man, you've you got to kind of just bulk up a little bit and you'll be fine, man. Minamino's got ability, man. I think he can do a job. I think if he had a preseason, it would be good. I feel like if he had a, I know preseasons are uh, uh, looking like they're going to be cut and you know they're not going on on stuff like that. But I feel like if he had that preseason, kind of get a flow of run a few games with the team, I reckon he yeah. would start this season off like you know how Klopp's always started like randomly like should Trent start should this by name start like Origi or something in the first game season. I reckon you could oh, see yeah. him fighting away, isn't it. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, always yeah, said yeah, he should start, and then he's always throwing out Harigo or something. And Harigo actually played decent in the Norwich game. He played quite decent. Um, I feel like, oh, oh. If he, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a shame that he's gonna miss out on that time. But and obviously with everyone's schedules being hectic because there's still uh, things going on, you, it's just when when when's he gonna get a chance to play properly with with his team as that like, full? I think he'll say, entries, but I think he'll come good, man. Honestly, I think he'll settle in sort of similar to um Fabinho. Like so, mm-hmm. when we first got him, he came in and then like he played like one two games and it's like, they're like really, what's going on? Yeah, with this? that's and then, true. Like, he was out of the team and then when he come back, he was just phenomenal. Yeah, that's true. That is true. He doesn't throw him for the first time. Made him going quite quick. So yeah, if I you agree with that. in that position, he's shown to be like you. You'll probably say he's that like. Obviously, that Kante, he's had like his injury problems and whatever else this season. But if it's not Kante, Fabinho is that guy, defensive midfielder. No one, no one can argue that in the Premier League. Well, he's the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League at the moment, anyway. Obviously, yeah. he can, as he's Kante and that. So, yeah, 100%. If you guys had to pick a position for Minamino, where does he play? I don't know yet, man. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the I thing. think he plays. He plays behind like the Woody type role, like behind not a ta- like he would have to play like a number ten role. But if anything, I'd be like the Wijnaldum, the one who's kind of in between pieces of the ball and allows to go forward and try and make some passes. Because I think he he's somebody. If you watch him when we played against him, he starts very deep, gets the ball, picks up, and he likes to be involved. And he likes you know the space when you're out wide is so like Jack Grealish. Have. Yeah, so we know is when you're when you're out wide, you've only got this much space, or you have to turn back in. If you're on this side, you got this much space, or you have to turn back in. So mm. I think when he's the whole pitch in front of him. Like, you know how Ali and them used to do it? Like, they like, used to always say, I hate my back, mm. but I'm back to goal because when I'm playing, as I feel like he suits that role. And 
the, how would Ginaldum, if he could fall into that type of role? Because Ginaldum is probably the most attacking out of the three. Yeah, for being a, Well, yeah, when Kate is not there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say that. I was, out of the three. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, like, of our normal three. Okay, yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. I would say probably needs to change the system a little bit if he's going to play. Okay. Just like, do you remember when um when we when we were playing certain games when Coutinho was still there and we were playing yeah. like we were playing Coutinho in midfield as the most advanced midfielders midfield so like four two three one so no, so yeah so yeah it's either that or it's the same or it's the same four three three that we play but mm. Minamino is the most advanced I think then you would get the most more out of him out of him yeah. In our system that we play, if you play him as the false nine, as we're saying, he's just not strong enough here, whatever. Maybe if he bolts up, he can improve on whatever else. But then I still don't feel he's got that that kind of like that that striker thing in him to really be in that one in that role. Where I feel if you get him in midfield and just make him a bit more advanced and give him a bit less defensive responsibilities, I think we could get more out of him. And I think if he, when he gets used to the team and you start playing him like that, he can maybe be that one to start when there's games and we're a bit like it's a bit stale, we can't break them down or whatever else. He can come on and he can be that kind of game changer from that midfield position mm. and maybe yeah. help unlock things. If he likes to run a final beyond bar, the striker. Pull the defenders out mm. to give the front three a bit more space. Mm. No, that's... Yeah. Okay, no, no. I was, I was generally just wondering, to be honest, because it is a tricky one, like where he, where he fits in. It's a bit weird and I don't, like I'm not this like discrediting him or nothing. I want I want to give him a chance because I I see something in him because he does look a bit decent. So I'm just kind of trying to see where can he fit in the squad and stuff like that. But you both make good points to be honest. Like in terms of where where he can play, I think he could do. I think again if he bulked up a little bit, he could do that Coutinho role that we're looking for. Do you know what I mean? That Coutinho esque mm. kind of kind of work. I mean, he's faster than Coutinho, so at least he's got that going for him. He's got good ball skills. He can dribble and he can score kind of thing. Hasn't done so yet, but I mean, just in terms of what he has been doing prior to coming to Liverpool, he was he was getting them, he was chipping with a lot of goals playing for Salzburg. So, yeah, he could, he could be that kind of goal-scoring midfielder that we potentially need. So maybe, who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows? But, but yeah, even moving forward, um, just with Liverpool, that kind of rounded up a month of we had tough games obviously against Wolves against Man United things like that we had to go the um, FA Cup fourth round uh, replay and stuff like that but you know we kind of we did we did well we were able to get progress in the cup competition win all our Premier League games and we were good to go now February here okay so February started off it started off so 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 wonderfully we won four 0 against South um, was it yep yeah, four 0 against Southampton. Um, you know, we looked, we looked all good. Then, I think this was the not turning point, but this is when things started to get a bit funny. We had Norwich away. We won one nil. I think Sadio Mane came on and scored. We played poor that game. We played poor. We didn't look like scoring. I guess you can say Norwich did defend with like eleven men behind the ball and all that kind of stuff. But they were hitting us a few times in terms of the counter attack. So. You know, remember, I just made that big save right the line. Yeah, yeah. That's when, that's when, that's when Ali made that big save. You know, when he they passed it across and he got his arms out, slapped it before he passed across for open goal. Saves like that is why he's the number one keeper in the world. So we got away with it. We, you know, we thought, okay, you know what, we get away with it. We got Atletico Madrid next game away, back, back, back to where we won the Champions League last season. From we spoke off. about this off air, though. We spoke about this off air, and we was all agreed that the thing about Atletico Madrid is they are the Premier League club of Spain. They are the, like they play. Yeah. They know how to win. We were talking about they know how to win dirty. They know how to win one 0 They know how to outscore opponents. They know how to play physical. They know how to do everything. So out of all the teams we could have got, that's the one team. Not saying I dread any team. Like I'm not. Oh, I don't want to play this team. That's the one team I would have said if I had to choose one. That's the team I didn't want. That's what I didn't want. And yeah. tactic wise as well. From their manager to everything, tactics, they like the way they get under your skin as well. They get costers, all their players. They are the one. They were the one thing I kind of like. They're the ones that I, I, I would avoid them. No, hundred percent agree. Like, I felt obviously we could have beaten. We could beat anybody. Do you know what I mean? I'm not scared or not. But I agree with you. It's like 
if we're going to have to play them, could we play them later? Do you know what I mean? Like, just when we've got a bit more form and stuff like that. Um, because we know, I know how they are and I know how they stay. So when we played them, that was just... It was, it was so demoralising watching that game, man, because we just couldn't really get into it. But not, not really because of ourselves. It was just more the tactics from Atletico Madrid. It just it made me hate them. It actually made me hate them. I know off air, you know, Double A was just saying, you know, the way they play and stuff like that. But for me, it was just the way they were treating Mane. Like that's what um, Klopp took Mane off at half time. He had to because he knew Mane would probably get sent off or injured. One of the two. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to score, but he was going to get sent off or injured. Yeah, yeah he was on a yellow at the time, innit? He was on a yellow. Team the player out. The ref weren't doing his job in regards to hundred percent. Like, if the ref's doing his job, Klopp doesn't have to take him off. But they're yeah. winding him up, they're kicking him, whatever, and, like, all right, fair enough if you're playing with the dirty tactics, but you need to get penalised for it. If you're yeah. getting away with it, it's it's that, come on, man, like, it's, it's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah. So, but um, I just feel, all right, in that game, all right, they did, they did whatever they did, which was expected, but we could have played a lot better in that first leg. 100%. I think so. Uh... Right. We dominated the ball and whatever else, but... Do you remember any chances that we had that you think that really we should have scored? Maybe I think Henderson had that chance that was blocked, but there wasn't really that much in it, to be honest. Well, let's put it this way. We had eight shots on target, zero... Oh, no, eight shots and zero on target. Oh, yeah, because that's so the that, first game we had. They said that we haven't hit a shot on... We didn't hit a shot on target, in it? 73% possession. Target. They only had 27. Yeah. You can't hit the target... <laughs> You ain't going to score, can you? You ain't going to score. You're 100% right, man. I mean, passing accuracy was good, 85%. But looking, if you look, if you look at the game, though, I mean, we committed more fouls. We had more yellow cards from a team who, I mean, yeah, more fouls, more yellow cards. They had more offsides and stuff like that. They got off, the egg goal, original goal was a fluke goal, though, man. But, I mean, it happens. Yeah, it's football, yeah. but... I hate goals like that, man. Uh, mainly I got that one against us and hit off um, uh, Trent. I hate goals like that, man. It's just yeah. play your lines, man. Just get get rid of it. None of this. Sorry? It's happened at the worst time as well. Early in the game. And then oh, yeah. the game. fourth minute, man. It's hard but to... And against a team like Atletico Madrid who just like to defend. Yeah. And, they, I was yeah. Talking, and are very good at it. We were talking off air about their tactics. I will say that... Um, we're talking about how they set up on. They know that on corners we just annihilate them, hit them on a counter attack. And the way they set up, it was really good, man. Do you know what? Going back to the Wolves game, the way uh, the way Wolves set up in that game, we we're talking about they set up. Well, if you remember, they they way they set up was amazing. Did the same. They did it. They did all those tactics that game before Atletico Madrid did it. I don't know what what uh, they were someone was doing, but I thought he watched that game because they set up the same way on counter attack, and then Atletico Madrid did it. And I remember watching and saying, oh, that's some really good tactics. Like, now, now everyone's going to watch what we do and try and expose us because we almost lost. <laughs> and that happened. And I was just like, yeah, they had tactics. They, they got under our skin, man. They did what they did. Disrupt our player, of the, for me, our player of the season. He got to them half time. And then from then, we just went. No, I, to- I totally agree, man. They they nullified us. They nullified. And, and they, they're probably the best team in the world at doing that to any team. Do you know what I mean? They're good at just stopping your threat. They don't need to stop the whole team. They just need to stop the players that they know are dangerous. So that will be mm. our... Mane from, uh, and uh, Salah and maybe our wing-backs as well kind of thing. Stop those guys. That's four players. You can stop four players. Once you stop four players, Lopez ain't scoring. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I commend... No, I don't commend them for their tactics, but I rate them for the how they kind of did certain things. And I thought, okay, fair enough. But, cool. We move on anyway. Our next game was up against West Ham. So, you know, we're, we're thinking, you know, we need to get back some form. Uh, we made very, very hard work of it. We won 3-2. Um, that was we another, another bad game where, we, where we, we got that penalty as well, I think. That was another game that we did, probably didn't deserve to win. We just won. Um, yeah, there was a lot of questionable calls in that game. I think there was a penny given. It was, yeah, it was just questionable. Another game, that's, that was just the stat month was just the start of just... Well, we went 2-1 two, two, down in that game, to be fair. And it was only Mo Salah and Mane who were able to kind of get us out of a bit of a jam. West Ham looked like they were going to come and win that game. If yeah, they had scored a third goal, that's it. Game done. Yeah, we were terrible that game. And then, the, the next game that we had, this is where the whole Premier League was just happy. 
I don't think I've ever seen a prem like every Premier League team so happy to see Liverpool finally lose it. I've never seen this in my life. We lost 3-0 against Watford in the next game, but I've never seen it. I'm telling you guys right now, I don't think I've ever seen so many fans get, not even get onto us, just laugh at us. The fact that we lost one game. Our first loss of the season came on the 29th of February. We've been playing for about four or five seasons to finish, you know. <laughs> it, it was oh, Arsenal fans, it? they went unbeaten. They was like, oh, well, you're not going to get a gold trophy. I said, listen, I just want a trophy, bro. I'm good. <laughs> listen, um, one thing I'll say, just, just, just as a, a point here, this, this is for anybody, but mainly to Arsenal fans. Look, I respect what you guys did in uh, 2003, 2004, I think it was, when you guys went unbeaten. You had a banging team that, that from front to back. You had one of the best teams I've ever seen in the Premier League. You only get one trophy for winning the league. The gold trophy was given to you by your own club. It wasn't given to you by the Premier League. It wasn't given to you by anybody official. It was given to you by your club. So it's not nothing to... It's fantastic, the achievement, but you don't get extra trophies for it. I'm sick of Arsenal fans constantly going on and on about something that happened about 15 years ago or whenever it was kind of thing. And I'm thinking to myself, guys, you went unbeaten, you won the league. That in itself is fantastic. I mean, everybody respects you for it. You getting a gold trophy, that wasn't given to you by the FA. It was given to you by your club to, to give to Wenger. So let's just, you know, keep, keep it calm. We lost one game. One game, and and it was the worst game I think we've had that season. Uh, I, you know what? I'm so glad Fizz is on this, you know, because I I, saw, I gave Fizz my tickets in it. I couldn't make the game. Fizz went, Fizz went in my place, bro. Oh, did <laughs> Fizz? Ah, well, see, he was the bad luck. You should have gone. <laughs> I know. Right? I thought to go. Fizz went, Fizz went for me, man. I was like, oh shit! Thank God I didn't make that game, man. Woo. Even looking at that game, I mean. Performances in general was, was absolutely just dog rubbish. Uh, I'm not going to swear, but it was like bad goals conceded as well. I think got um, like, Ali, but, Ali but this is it. Allison, you had Lovren came on, and it was just like, oh my lord! Like they were just playing down his side, making sure that the ball was always going over there. Deeney then knew he had someone he could go up against. And he could win all the battles. Because he is always playing. said he hates playing against Van Dijk. He said Van Dijk's yeah, the only person I hate playing against with his perfect Of course, pitch. he's big, he's strong. Of course, he's going to hate playing against Van Dijk. He's not fast, so he can't, you know, duck him out. So he knows. Lovren, that's the, that's the weak spot. Let me get in on him. And it, it, it completely turned. When Lovren came on, I think before he came on, it was maybe one or two nil. But we were... We were having the majority of the ball and things like that. So I thought, okay, cool. You know what? Maybe we might nick a goal and then go from here. When Lovren came on, it just went to just popped after that for like, Bro, that game made Saar, innit? That game, when it yeah. was Saar, yeah. is an amazing ball. And I was like, nah. He, he looked faster than Mbappe. Football. I was like, yo, this guy's really <laughs> fast. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? But... Sorry, sorry, Double I was depressed. I was in a state of shock, man. Like, there, was, like, there was a few games where, like... Like the West Ham game, right before where like we pulled it back from like three two or whatever, and it's like when we went one nil down, we went two nil down. Even actually when we went three nil down, I'm looking at this game and I'm like, you know what? Like we can come. Like I always yeah, felt we come back. <laughs> we just need that one goal. Once that comes up, then like we're just gonna like we, we just like just overpower. <laughs> that goal never came. And we're just on them, bombard them, and still that. Like, but I was thinking at two nil, I'm thinking we can still win. At three nil, I was thinking, oh, we can get a draw. Mm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but then <laughs> the time was just running out, and then like I just see them, they just kept playing down Lover and Silas, and you know what? As long as this guy's on this pitch, we're just gonna have a problem. We're not, we're not winning. Yeah, it's just. I think what you just said there hit the nail on the head. This season, we were we've been so consistent and, and played so well that even being three 0 down, we're still sitting there thinking. Nah, I still think we won't lose this game. I feel like we can come back and draw. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that would never happen in previous years where you think a team goes, well, Liverpool team goes 3-0 down and they're going to come back and at least draw and potentially even win a game. Do you know what I mean? So I felt like this season, because of the kind of consistency levels, I was with you. I was sitting there thinking, we went 3-0 down. I had everybody laughing at me. The amount, I've never received so many messages in my life at one time. You would have thought it was my birthday. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so I said, all right, cool. You know what? Whatever. 
but I, I said to everybody, watch the game. Just continue watching the game. We'll hit them back. And we never did, man. We played so poor that game. But congratulations to Watford for ending Liverpool's unbeaten run. I don't know if you guys get a gold trophy too, like Arsenal, but yeah, congratulations. Um, as we move on anyway, and we head into March now. Uh, so we were into the FA Cup fifth round. Um, this is where we played Chelsea away. Um, we'd already played Chelsea in the league um, at Stamford Bridge and we're beating them 2-1. Um, but this game, again, we were in such poor form at this point in time. Chelsea were just able to hit us. At, they hit us at the right time. They ran out comfortable 2-0 um, winners. It was um, late in that game, though, if you remember. I feel like we played terrible until like yeah. almost, the, almost, almost the end of the game. Then we started coming back into it. Um, and then obviously it became, oh, Liverpool have lost three games in three different competitions. We're unbeaten for so long. And I think that almost played on our heads, our minds a bit, you know, because 100%. our players is like, oh my God, we got to bounce back and then try to overcompensate. But that Chelsea game, we put a stitch, war player, you know, from there, we're talking about this guy from God knows, he, he's such a baller. And yeah. I mean, watching the game and just saying, we are absolutely dog shit right now. <laughs> and then, Towards the last like twenty minutes, some I was like, "Oh my god, we might be able to get a draw out of this," you know, just like the super cup. But then I thought, you know what? Right now, I'm only focused on the Premier League, and Liverpool would go on. Yeah, and no, I'm more concerned about the Premier League and the Champions. Like, we're just gonna have to. And then the goals we conceded. I remember um, uh, Adrian made a made flubber hands. He just made a, made a mistake. These are the ones you should be saving, not not and you're saving some amazing save. And I'm like, these are the ones you should be saving, bro. But it's just mentally, this is when you know you just keep saying this is when we usually lost. This is when mentally, like we're nine points um ahead in the league and then we start losing these losing. This is what happens. We just game after game, we're just dropping our head, dropping our head. And this is the one thing I think every Liverpool fan, I don't care what anybody says, was like say thinking, Oh, oh, this is the this this is <laughs> nine points. All we never spoke up about winning the league the way we have in the past because it was a bad, not bad, embarrassing run of games we had where we just did not even look like a good team or like the team we had. Salomani weren't playing great um, and they were starting. They, they looked frustrated. They looked tired. Mm. Um, Trent in the left back and right back, looked, they didn't look that good. Van Dijk didn't, you know what I mean? He, he, weren't, he was starting to, to work getting clean sheets anymore and we, it, was just, it was just a weird period, man. A very stale period for Liverpool. Was there a full team against Chelsea? No, I'm um, talking about the because I didn't watch that match. Uh, oh, right, 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 but I think we did. Think Let we did me play check. Cool. From seeing the lineup before, I don't think we did. You know? Nah. I mean, we did. It, it wasn't a full. Ten, it wasn't a full strength team. But we had Adrian in goal, Robertson, Van Dyke, Gomez, Williams, Jones, Fabinho, Lalana, Origi, Minamino, and Mane. So nah, it wasn't a full strength team in the slightest. No, it's still. So yeah, they, they had a lot stronger. Yeah, but you see, I felt like but I know the Premier League was the was the main aim. So as a manager, I probably would have done the same thing, and it's what you do. And even you play for uh, FF, yeah, yeah, yeah. you play that you play a, a different team. But I always felt like you know I felt like we need to bounce back. Maybe starting a stronger team would have been good. But when you think about it, for the cup, it was. But it was just like one game, two games, three, and everyone was like, oh, three different competitions, three losses. Ooh, yeah, I no, I agree. Much into that game because it was like, all right. People say, like, all right, we're obviously that like, we're a better team than Chelsea. I'm not going to deny that. But if you look at our squad compared to Chelsea's squad, would you say, would you say our squad's better than Chelsea's squad? So then when you have a game like this, because I think Chelsea's squad's better than our squad. If you, yeah, probably. No, that's a squad, yeah. As a squad. So if you look at it like that, it's an FA Cup game, fifth round. Besides defence. We've got Champions League. We have Champions League next game, I believe, right? Or was it? We have yeah. Premier League and then Champions League game. Yeah. So... Obviously, two more important games in the FA Cup. We're not gonna if we if we rotate our squad and Chelsea rotate our squads, they're gonna have a better side out than us. You would mm. just assume, all right? Chelsea have problems defensively. You might say like defensively they're not as strong as we are, but then I say if you take out our midfield, you take out Chelsea's um first eleven midfield, and you bring in whoever. I'd say their midfield is probably stronger than us, and. The, their, their attack's definitely stronger. Once you take out our front three and you bring out... And you oh, bring, yeah, of course, of course. You bring in Chelsea's replacements. I think Southampton's attack's probably stronger. So, but that's... that's, no, that, that's, 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 that's you know what? what? I didn't even know. I forgot we started that. About how, uh, they've done great because they got in the Champions League and I, I think Chelsea have just done what they... really what they kind of should have done with their squads. Yeah, of course. Listen, 
that's that's why I always tell I'm like Chelsea fans and Man United fans get so excited, you know, like, you know, finishing in Champions League spots. I'm like, but this is what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, the amount of money they spend as well. Exactly. And I, I know Lampard had an embargo, but still, for what they spend and what they already have, right. they should be doing Marga. Pulisic is a banging player. And the fact mm. is, it's like, when I look at Chelsea, Lampard was playing a whole heap of guys in front of Pulisic, and I don't understand why. Because when we played them in the Super Cup, Pulisic was killing us. I mm. saw that in the first game, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, this guy's murdering us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm watching him. He didn't play, and then when we played them in the league, he didn't play, did he? Nah. I was kind of happy. Nah. Yeah, he was happy. And then you didn't really see him, and then it's only in like, was it maybe just after lockdown that, that you guys said he played like in the FA Cup against us and whatever else? But it's only after lockdown I see he's he cemented his place in that team. And when he's playing for Chelsea, they look a completely different side to when he's not there. Like yeah, they're, they're, the he is their hazard. Yeah. He is their hazard. So it's like, well, right, Lampard prefers Mount in it. Them type of players. Yeah, you, you, all right. You've lost your best player, but you've got a banging, you've got a young banging player that you might not say is your best player at the moment, but he's up there. And if you're nah. using him right, he's definitely one of their best players, though. If anything, he's one. It's one player that I wanted Klopp to sign. Do you remember I'm when he played? Really got... Do you he's remember when we played Dortmund? Maybe played when we went to America for our preseason the season before, and he played against Dortmund. He tore us apart. They weren't letting people in or out. But they let like a thousand fans or something come over to to um to Liverpool, and I actually had tickets to that game, and I was gonna go. But when I saw that, I said the game shouldn't go ahead, regardless of the outcome. I said it before the game, and I was speaking to you guys. Um, the game shouldn't go ahead. If you're saying that people can't travel in and out, there's a, there's a problem with uh, Spain and Madrid as a red is red flag or red zone, and then you've let fans come over to Liverpool to watch a game. From then, that shouldn't happen, and that's that's one of the biggest mistakes I think. The, the the champions that UEFA made they should, that game should have been cancelled from from ages ago and I'm not saying it in a sense because we lost because this was prior to even playing that game I personally didn't go to the game he's a baller bro. Like left foot right foot everything I think yeah I think looking again looking at Chelsea's squad as you just said squad wise they got a better squad than we do we just got a way better eleven than they have so yeah. that gives us the edge in that sense but as a squad they've got a better squad than we do um. Pudisic, I'm trying to think of every other player they have. For me, he's their best player. I can't I think, think of so anybody too. else. I yeah. can't really think of no one else who's better than him. In terms of the player's ability, but then also the importance he has to that side, probably their best player, man. Like I said, he's their hazard. They were able to lose hazard, but still, as you said, double A, they were still able to get in a banging young player. So why Lampard again? But that's Lampard, you know, I'm not really, not really a good manager in my personal opinion. So I feel that he's someone who, I mean, only now has he looked at the situation and thought, OK, maybe I do need to start playing Pulisic. But you should have seen that from the beginning of the season, mate. And, you know, he, unfortunately, he didn't. So, yeah, that, that was just one of, the, one of those games. But, you know, we get knocked out of the FA Cup, not a competition that we were looking actively to win. Um, so was not bothered in the slightest when we got knocked out. Uh, next game was against Bournemouth. Very tough game at Anfield. I mean, we, we won two one in the end, but Bournemouth did kind of run us a little close. One nil down first, right? One nil um, down first. We went. Yes, we were one nil. Yeah, one nil down. Yeah, one down. yeah. One down. and that was game yeah, and, and Mane passed, and then Salah, right? Salah and Mane, yeah, they both scored. Yeah, 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 because Salah passed instead of shooting. It was like, why did he pass? But he, he, he passed. And then I remember that's that's what uh, W.A. was saying about that's when Milner um, played off the line as well in the last minute. So it wasn't an easy yeah. game. Either. It, wasn't, it wasn't an easy game, man. I mean, again, we were on such, like, bad form anyway during this kind of period. So to win that game, it, that you could tell when even at the end of the game, you could see the players were like, thank God, because it's like, you know, we just needed to get the three points on the board and then we can kind of move on, you know, quickly. Then to round it off with the last game before lockdown, <sighs> happened to be against Atletico Madrid uh, at home. We mm -hmm. lost 3-2 on the night after extra time, meaning we got knocked out of the Champions League 4-2 on aggregate. Um, Listen, yeah. I don't just, be looking that guy. At the, just looking at the game, we went 1-0 up thanks to Wijnaldum, which at that time put us level. I think, yeah, level. Yeah. Then 
and only the only he will be able to tell you. Adrian just decided, you know what? I'm bored today. Let me get the headlines. Doesn't matter what for, but let me have a bit of headline stories. <laughs> and he just, yeah, his, we'll just say his two mistakes led to two goals. It, no, two mistakes or just the one? I know that there was the he, one for... He, he made two mistakes. He made two mistakes. And there's the and there's the yeah, the goal. I don't know, man. That's just from far where he should have just saved that. He didn't. He should have just said, yeah. Before that, even in normal time, do you remember when he kind of fucked up, but he got away with it? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say there was a period <laughs> where he was like, Ooh. it's like, oh, okay, fair enough. But he got away with that, and you thought, all right, cool. That he's got it out of his system now. But again, you know, the curse of Liverpool goalkeepers and just mis- like just howlers over the years just came out to haunt us. I mean. Even in that game, you could tell we had learnt from the first game. And as much as, you know, they were kind of nullifying us in a sense of we only scored one goal before half-time and we didn't score again until the 94th minute, which I can't remember if that was in extra time or not. I think, yeah, well, it was extra time. But that and was, it was like rather than them. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, he, even just... Yeah, all again, sorry. Man. Special hands, bro. That game was different for me. It's like, all right, when the second leg, all right, although I'm pissed like we've lost and we've gone out, whatever, and like I'm obviously like I'm pissed at the mistakes that Adrian's made. But then when I look at the game, I'm like, you know what? We've done every like it was just one of those days. Like, oh, like he pulled out some really good saves, but to be fair, but then there's we should have scored, we should have, we should, we should have finished that game in, in 90 minutes, to be honest. We had so many, yeah. 20%. We had 34 shots in the game, man. But yeah, even going, even taking it off, off that for a bit, that's when the whole virus situation was going on in Spain was in lockdown. And yeah. I'm not going to be that guy here, but I remember still talking to you guys specifically and saying, like, when at that period, Madrid was a, a red red zone and I, I, I didn't use my tears. So that, that was an example of, like, I don't people go, oh, you're only saying it's now because you lost. But this was, I talked to you guys prior. I didn't, yeah, no, see, I didn't know how they let fans come over and, and sit with, with Liverpool fans and, and sorry and, and uh, mix with, with country country sit in the stadium and that was so weird to me um, but obviously I just wanted to speak on that on that subject no uh, no no that's a very it's um, a, a very very good point that you made oh like um, at the end of the day you know we lost the football game cool we lost the football game that's nothing in comparison to what happened after that football game in terms of obviously football going on a lockdown and then just the coronavirus pandemic just kind of you know sweeping the entire world and things like that so yeah it it, it shouldn't have gone ahead and again people are going to say oh you were haters or you know we lost up on my hands or we lost it's, that's no but football. that's what they said though even you i think you represented did turn around within the month of quarantine when we was quarantining in the lockdowns and they said that game shouldn't have went ahead clocks of the game yeah. that went ahead everyone but you have to sure. play what you play i think simone said the game should have went ahead everybody said the game should have went ahead but they only did what they had to do so it's not putting it down to individuals but it was just facts that if you do this like i don't know who in their right mind would have would have said that should have made that game should have went ahead it should have been cancelled um, no that's true to, to be fair when we came back from lockdown I know we're going to talk after we didn't play that great anyway so and would probably yeah, it, it would, you know what I'm saying so it's but yeah that's, that's true, true. Also, anyway. no no it, it's um, true man like, like um, it's just one of those things though because it's like this has never really happened before in that kind of sense so it's it's hard to like it's hard to to really like beat down on him and to say, all right, yeah, it shouldn't have happened. This is like it was wrong, whatever. In hindsight, we know that, but it's yeah, of course, of course, like, of course. Something that has happened in the world that like no one can really, no, no one was prepared for, and whatever else. Mm. And you can still see that now. You can still see how the way this country is dealing with it compared to other countries and stuff like that. So, it's like some countries are dealing with it better than others, but really, who really knows what they're doing and who really knows what's the best way to deal with it and whatever else. So it's just, it's just one of those things, isn't it? No, 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 I totally agree with you. That's man. very totally true. Agree. Very true. Totally agree. But at the end of the day, you know, we got, got knocked out of the Champions League and therein lied all of the memes that we receive as Liverpool fans from Atletico Madrid fans. So, I mean, I'm sure it's probably their most famous victory ever because the way that the fans are going on it is crazy. But, you know, it is what you it is. You never think they won a game before, innit? You'd, never, you'd think they'd never won anything before the way that they were going. But, you know, I always say small club mentality, so we leave it there. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of our run-in from January up until uh, lockdown period, which was 
our final game was on the 11th of March. Um, join us for part three, uh, where we'll be looking at um, the uh, games after lockdown up until the end of the season and watching Liverpool lift the Premier League trophy. Um, I'd just like to thank Double A, I'd like to thank O uh, for joining me today on the Scouts of London Football Show. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, that is Scousers in London. If you want to follow us on Twitter, that is Scousers in LDN. Please click that subscribe button if you guys want to watch some more content and see some more banter. And as I like to say on our shows, have a great and warm evening.